sometimes when we start our conversations, there's a question. Mm-hmm. You know, there are questions that arise and then we start pinging off of that question and then yeah. it takes in, takes us into a conversation about that particular topic. Right. So what what were some of those questions that, you know, we Yeah, some of the things is like how how would a new believer know that something is false? What are some things that they can look out for, mm-hmm. new believers? What what are some of those false teachings that right. they can look out for? Right. And what what kinds of things would a false teacher or a false prophet talk about? So just to a couple of questions what, off, what off would my they head. Look, what are some of the things that um, you can tell that they're heading down that path down if they path. hadn't start that way? You right. know, we've seen through yeah. our history in the faith how gradually people go from one point of pointing to Jesus to pointing to self. Mm-hmm. And what did that look like, you know, yeah. in that in that perception of what's what, what was going on? Yeah. teachers for prophets um the greatest foundation for not getting caught up into false teachings is christ being the compass he's being the center of our attention the standard the Mm. guide the guideline yeah so welcome to our conversation about false teaching false prophets or however basically what we're saying anything contrary to the truth Mm -hmm. you know I don't care how it manifests itself or who it manifests itself in. If it's contrary to the truth, it's false. It's false. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we had a scripture in 2 Corinthians 11, 12, right? You know, remember we were talking about this and you were conveying a message about why did you think that this fit in the conversation about, you know, false teaching? Yeah. Falsehood. Let's say falsehood. Falsehood. Okay. 2 Corinthians 11 and I'll begin at verse 12. Uh, But what I do, I will also continue to do that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness. And that's verses 12 through 15. And Paul's talking to the Corinthian church. When we get down to verses 12, um, he's, he's saying that these those who transform themselves into apostles of Christ, they want to boast as Paul is boasting not just to be boasting, but they want to be boastful and saying, oh, this is what what we do. This is what we've done. These people were taking the opportunity to try to be just like like Paul was and what they were. Paul says that they are deceitful workers. They're false apostles. They're transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And, you know, Satan, our enemy, he transforms himself all the time to because he's a deceiver right he is to try to make himself look like light you know look like righteousness Mm -hmm. and and so there's it's it's no wonder the scripture says that his ministers will do the same right try to make themselves look like um 
ministers of light. There are posers out there, you know, mm-hmm. there were posers in Jesus time, too. So what did he what did he say about these posers? What did he say about these people that bring forth falsehood? Matthew seven fifteen through 23, listening to this truth from Jesus Christ, and he's speaking to the multitudes on the mountain and he's covering pretty much anything that pertains to life. Mm-hmm. If you follow these things, your life in Christ would be everything it's supposed to be. You will be walking. You won't have to be questioning. Are you doing the will of God? Jesus is laying out every area of our lives. All the things that um, pertains to the law also. But what he's what he's doing is just honing and sharpening up, letting you know, boom, the law says this, but this is what this should be like. Mm-hmm. It is a lifestyle that comes down from following a law and being everything that it represents, you know, that makes sense because he was the word and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So he's wanting us to say, let's take this word that we've heard and that we've done, blah, blah, blah. But let us begin to be instead of just doing, let's be, you know, let's be righteousness. Let's be love. Let's be kind. Let us Mm -hmm. be merciful. Let us be forgiving. Mm -hmm. And and, and this is what he's really going through. And he talks about uh, the blessings. He starts off with the blessings. He talks about uh, murder and anger, prayer. He goes into prayer, teaching divorce. He talks about uh, forgiveness, enemies. I mean, he covers everything that that pertains to life, things that we question. And what I find interesting and um, disturbing at the same time is that we have gotten away from what he has said here. And so as he's closing this, this massive sermon that he preaches to the people and say, these are my sayings. If you do these, you'll be like a wise man on a mm-hmm. sure foundation. But if you don't do them, then you'll be like a fool that when the storms come, your foundation won't stand. And so I find it interesting that he closes all these things he's saying. This is like, if I follow these, if I follow Christ in these things, if I allow Jesus and the spirit of God to move me in this direction, my foundation is strong. But then he comes to three little areas. This is the bottom line. This is this is his closer. One is the straight and narrow, you know, the narrow gate and the the wide gate. Mm -hmm. So he's talking about, okay, I told you all those things. He says that the narrow gate, gate, only few will go through it. Mm -hmm. Now, we are talking about falsehood and we're talking about Jesus saying, okay, there's a wide gate and there's a narrow gate. There's going to be a lot of people going through the Mm -hmm. wide, but only a few going to the narrow. And so when you look at that, that, that uh, saying, when you, you really meditate on that, you realize that I'm telling you everything that you need. And this is this is good stuff. And it's almost like a lot of people will not turn towards this way of life. Mm-hmm. Only a few will. And that's why that gate is, is narrow. You know, <laughs> thinking about it, it's, it's not narrow because that's the way God wanted it to be. He wanted to be a wide gate. He presented to us a wide way, you know, in a sense of, hey, this gate is open for everybody. You have an opportunity to come through this gate. But unfortunately, people are going to choose and make that gate as narrow as as as, as it is. You know, we are in control of making it wide or narrow, but we have chosen to take different things. We have chosen to deviate from the truth. And embrace falsehood because it sounds better. Mm-hmm. It's more comfortable. And so one, he talks about the straight and wide gate. 
two, he talks about false prophets and says, beware of those false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are wolves. Mm -hmm. And so right there, you see that the person that's before you, when we talk about what do they look like, they look like you. You know, they look mm-hmm. like anybody that says I'm righteousness. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Look into, look at me, see what I'm saying. Um, but inside the intent of their heart is wrong. And so we have these things where people are doing things and they are um, doing things in the name of the Lord. They're doing things in the name of Jesus, but the intent of their heart is off base. They're not fulfilling what God has called them to do. They are maybe deviating from the mm-hmm. sayings that Christ is saying in, in Matthew uh, 5, 6, and 7. And then the last thing he talks about is that rock, sure foundation. Mm-hmm. But before that, he describes the person in um, 7, 21, through 23, he says, now, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven, many will say when they're doing things, well, I'm doing this in the name of Jesus. So I must be doing it the will of the father. But he said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name did wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that work iniquity. You know, we talked about, you know, what does that mean? You know what I mean? How can I do all these things in the name of Christ Jesus? I still stand before him mm-hmm. and he say, I never knew you. What is the intent of your heart? Is the motivation is love. If love is not your motivation, if you're doing something and then in that in that doing, there's this elevation of you, Mm -hmm. this touch of glory that you want. Mm Your intent is not of God. You you are wolf. You know you want to devour something, and so you may look good on the outside. You may look like everybody else, or mm-hmm. of righteousness of Christ, like this on the outside. But God knows the intent of our right, heart. Right. You know He knows the intent of our heart, and it just takes a little bit. You know, a little leaven, mm-hmm. leaven the whole lump. You know, you could be going through what Jesus says, and He says talks about the foundation. He says. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, which he just mentioned, what he just preached about, and doeth them. Oh, yes. uh We can hear, but not do. He's calling us to do what he says to do. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rains came, and his rock withstood. But those that are not doing what he says, and everyone that heareth this saying, of mine and doeth them not should be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. We know what happened. So what we what we've come to is this. Jesus has given us instructions on walking in righteousness, mm-hmm. walking in him, right. allowing the spirit to move after the spirit, living a life after the spirit. <laughs> there will be some teachers or a falsehood will come in to say, let us tweak that. It doesn't really mean that Mm -hmm. Jesus really didn't mean that the way it sounded like, because some people will say, I mean, I just heard something on um, a a sister's uh, Instagram and the guy was saying, I embrace the fact that God so loved the world, but I don't really embrace the fact that that they will perish who do not receive Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't think Jesus meant that. 
It's like that is falsehood. Right. That's mm-hmm. contrary to what the word of God is saying. So those are things that you can say, wait a minute, that's not what the Bible says. If it feels good and we'll mm-hmm. get into a scripture that talks about tick- tickling ear, right, what right. you want to hear is what you want to believe. Don't deviate. That is right. like the right. anchor of denying false teaching is the right. fact that you got to search and follow after truth. Yeah. Follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. And I think the, the point that you brought out when you talked about the, um, the wide gate, mm-hmm. you know, it says, um, many there are that, that find it or follow that. Is that what that scripture says? Yeah. Let's see. Straight gate. Enter ye into the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth into destruction, into destruction. and many there be which go in there. In there. Okay. So there, there are lots of people and, and we can see that today, every day, how the majority of people are saying one thing and you have a, a, excuse me, a small number of people saying something else. And those small number of people speaking the truth, what's true. And everybody's saying they're so narrow minded, you know, it doesn't take all of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be that way. But the word of God says that broad is the way that lead to destruction. So don't, think that you may be doing something wrong because you're going against the grain that you're not walking in that broad sense because the word says broad is the way that leads to destruction, but narrow is Mm -hmm. the way that leads to righteousness. And, um, in second John, just to, to, to go to that point of what you're talking about in the the broad sense, it says John sec, um, excuse me, second John one verse seven, it says for many, deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Many, many are on the Broadway that leads to destruction. So there are many antichrist on that broad way. And we don't want to find ourselves on that way. Just because the majority says, oh, this is what we should do. Doesn't mean that's what we should do. Look to Jesus. What did he say we should do? And regardless of whether it makes you look like, oh, stop being such a holy roller, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, stop being, you're so heavenly minded. Oh, you're so heavenly minded that Mm -hmm. you're no earthly good. Mm -hmm. That's not even scriptural. Mm -hmm. That's just a saying that people say, Mm -hmm. you know, when they think someone is, is righteous. Or maybe they're criticizing because they think that person is self-righteous. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I know that that's not scriptural, mm-hmm. you know, um, because we are to have our minds on heavenly things. Right. We are to be focused on mm-hmm. the heavens and not here in this temporal world. You know, don't put so much stock in in the things that we see, because what we see is going to go away. Mm-hmm. What we see is so much less important than what we don't see. Right. Right. And what what else is in that verse you, you, you in, were? Yeah. In that about. verse, in verse uh, eight, it says, look to yourselves that we do not lose those things which we worked for, but that we may receive a full reward. So that we will receive the full reward of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was in second John mm-hmm. one. 
second John one seven and that was uh one seven and eight so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to continue on? Yeah, I think you had some okay. comments about 7 through 11. Yeah. I think it was. It says, uh, whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. Mm-hmm. So if we're receiving some other doctrine, mm-hmm. we don't have God. Right. That Don't let someone deceive you mm-hmm. in that. Follow the word of God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you, verse 10, and does not bring this doctrine, do not receive him into your house, nor greet him. For he who greets him shares in his evil deeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love talking about these things with you. And um, hopefully somebody can benefit from our conversation mm-hmm. here. Uh, let's, let's, let's close right quick. Um, you want to pray, pray us out, you know? Yeah, I'm going to, um, I'm going to just go to, uh, Ephesians. I'm going to pray that prayer. Okay. Ephesians what? Ephesians 1 and verse 18. All right. And actually, I'm going to start in verse 17. Okay. So we pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you, may give to me, may give to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding, of our understanding, will be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. We thank you, dear Lord God, for your word. We thank you for those who are under the sound of our voices, that you would grant to them exactly what Ephesians says, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Open their eyes, open their heart, and we ask, dear Lord, that Christ be found in their heart. 